Hello and welcome to Experience Shared's Pokemon podcast starring me, Nine Tans. Nine Tails. That's nice. AKA Tanner Green Ring, and I am joined as always by my co host, Fialecta Buzz. Electabuzz. You know him, you love him, you've had him before, <laughs> certainly. I don't know. I feel like, well, Nine Tans, that, feels that definitely sounds new to me. I don't recall Fialectabuzz, although that does have a nice ring to it. It seems like you probably have used it before. Not on Blaine's team, but, you know, out and about in um, Pokemon Mansion. Electabuzz. No. You're thinking of Power Plant. Some of the scientists in Pokemon Mansion. Oh, are, oh. The guys yeah, on the lower right, levels right. have okay, okay. Electabuzzes. Yeah. Uh, AKA Joshua Fialstead. And we're joined for the first time this week by Rapidan. I like that, okay. Rapidash. <laughs> AKA Daniel Golson. Hello. Welcome to the show, Daniel. Thank you so much for having me. And you prefer Daniel, right? I do prefer Daniel, yes. Thank you for asking. Sorry, Rapidaniel. <laughs> but catchers, Daniel is a freelance automotive journalist who previously worked for CNET Cars and Car and Driver, and his reviews and writings have been featured on The Verge, Motor One, Jalopnik, and many more. Yeah. And obviously, he's not only a fan of cars, but also Pokemon in our show. My son is a um, subscriber to Car and Driver and Road and Track. They're a package deal now. We love it. I'm glad to hear that. I mean, I haven't been there for a while, but uh, it was very cool to get the first issue of the magazine that like had my name in the masthead. That was that was a very cool feeling looking back as like my little kid self, you know? Oh, I bet. Yeah. I was telling uh, Tanner that there was a touch a truck event on my street uh, in Brooklyn. When you live in the burbs, you can touch a truck wherever you want, Josh. Well, I'm jealous of that. You can just like drive to like Walmart and touch a truck, you but know? But then this one was like garbage trucks and like fire trucks. I was like, I wanted something exotic like a dump truck or, you know, something. Yeah. Bulldozer. Yeah. I'd like to touch that. Sounds like you're ready to leave the city. I could touch a garbage truck any day of the week <laughs> in this town. Uh, <laughs> Daniel, welcome to the show. Yeah. You review, uh, I think, not garbage trucks, probably, for the most part. No, I I would love to review a garbage truck. If anyone is listening that works at a company that makes them, I would love to do that. But I focus on regular vehicles that regular people uh, buy and use. Yeah, your feed uh, on Twitter, uh, I suppose Instagram as well, but I've, I've gotten bad at Instagram and I'm just going down with the ship on Twitter, uh, is very fun. Do you, are you paying for the check? They took away my check today. Oh, absolutely Good riddance. Not. Tore, no. It was like an albatross off my neck. Oh, welcome back down to the dirt with people like me who have never even had one. No. <laughs> I do have the blue check on Instagram, which I got before they started letting people pay for it like a few weeks ago. Oh, they're doing that um, too? So I, I'm very happy about that. Yeah. I don't know how to turn it's that like off. It's like a either. meta verification thing. Uh, yeah, I have it on Facebook too. But Oh, wow. I never asked for any of this. <laughs> just such an influential man that people were giving it to me. They just, they forced <laughs> it upon you. Yeah. Like I was going to say, your feed is great because it's kind of reignited. As a kid, I paid attention. I actually had a car and driver subscription for a while and I paid attention to cars. Like I had a Aston Martin V12 Vanquish was my favorite, a mm -hmm. poster and like a Porsche 911, I think, posters. Cool. And then I sort of fell out like when I went to college and also didn't have any money for any kind of car like that. But it's kind of reignited like, uh, the cars that you cover and the cars that you picture are uh, exquisite. Thank you. In particular, you really admire Mercedes, right? Yeah, that's that's my favorite brand. I also own one. 
but I tried to enjoy everything from like the cheapest, uh, smallest cars to like the craziest supercars. I feel like a real car enthusiast can find something to appreciate or enjoy about any, not anything, but most things. Cause you know, there are some bad cars, but like (laughs) I've driven cheap Hyundai's and had a great time. You know, we should have had you on for Scarlet Violet, the only Pokemon game that has Pokemon cars in it. Oh, yeah. Well, and that game has the like the line that's the engine and it gets progressively kind of crazier. And I tried using it and I hated using that Pokemon out because I think it's like steel poison type and it just sucks. Weird. We're not allowed to touch the game. No. Every time we ask the bug catchers slap our hands away from the latest <laughs> Say, game. Stay with the order. Yeah. <laughs> And you just got a car delivered right before yeah, this. Yeah, what kind of car did you get delivered? The 2024 Mercedes-Benz GLC 300, which I have for the weekend for their like first drive of it. Wow. Can I ask you about my car? Just like a first impressions, you know? <laughs> yeah. If you would like me to be honest, yes. 2013 Nissan Leaf gets about um, 70 miles on a full charge. Leaf is great. Okay. Great. If the leaf works for your life, especially a first gen leaf like that, they are so cheap right now because nobody wants them. Oh, I'll take I'll take <laughs> ten more. They're great. Yeah. No, so that's it's fine. like a collector's collector's car. <laughs> that I don't know about. Yeah, so it sounds like the opposite. <laughs> oh, we should talk about Pokemon. Yeah, we should talk about Pokemon. Everyone knows Dorito Doug. Everyone knows Caprica Six. Two more compatible characters in one season of Pokemon, I couldn't imagine. But <laughs> tell us about your guy and your journey through. Kanto? What game are you on? I'm on Let's Go Eevee. Okay. I'm playing as myself, as Daniel. Um, I am not personally a, the kind of person that names their Pokemon normally. The more of a anime style. Um, I only ever really do it if I'm doing like in a Nuzlocke or something like that. Yeah, or an experience lock. Yes, or an experience lock. And for this one, because I knew that there would, I'd be catching a lot and probably going through a lot of Pokemon. I was like, I need to pick something where I'm not going to run out of names. And so I have named all of my Pokemon after different uh, pasta shapes. Oh, perfect. That's fun. Yeah. And so I, because there's a Wikipedia page that is a list of pasta shapes. And there's, I want to say, like 3 million on there. And so that's been really fun so far. Had you just called him like Pasta Pete or something? It feels like he and Dorito Doug could have really like... You know, had something. Yeah, definitely. Just sort of like traveling the world, like collecting all this food. And I do, I do love Doritos, and I have seen Battlestar Galactica, so I'm I'm oh, pretty up great. to date with the themes that you guys are working. Target with. demo, perfect. Yeah. We didn't even set that up. We just wanted to have you on in general, and also respete <laughs> for actually playing EXP lock. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I have been. I have been playing it. Um, it's been fun. I mean, I enjoy doing Nuzlocks. And with this one, I've really been trying to take it seriously. I will say definitely some mayor cheat going on accidentally where like, you know, I'm playing at night in bed while I'm watching TV or something. And I forget that I have to not let Pokemon die. And so things are just dying because I'm <laughs> going through the motions and like not paying attention. Being like, oh, well, I got to zap back in my save or something because I was cheating and I need to make up for it. And I have lost quite a few Pokemon in my real paying attention playing as well. <laughs> and wow. have you penned any uh, epitaphs, eulogies for any of them? No. <laughs> and luckily, um, I did not lose anybody this week, so you will not hear me saying, <laughs> which I was very scared Who do you about. miss the most? Um, 
I really miss my Doug Trio. Yeah, that'll happen. Oh, Doug Trio is such a hit this yeah. run through. He was really, really good. They will die on you, though. High maintenance. What was his pasta name? Uh, he was Pacheri. I think that's how you say it. I'm not going to try and attempt any Italian pronunciations here. Um, but Archer's Golbat got him. Oh. Oh, that sucks. That's And rough. then I had... I had uh, a Venomoth that was killed by a Kangaskhan that I was, because that was one of my sweeties, and I was really sad to have lost my Venomoth. Uh, I love Venomoth. I think I alluded to that in one of these episodes where I was like, if I had not been role-playing as much as I am, like Venomoth, I would have made an exception for. I yeah. I think it's underappreciated. I also just have to say, like, I, this is a very kind of amazing full circle moment for my life, because I have been such a Pokemon fiend pretty much my whole life. I think the trading card game, the TV show and red and blue all came out within a few months of each other. in like the fall winter of 1998, right. which I was five years old. So I was like the Pokemon age and it was immediate obsession. And that has never wavered. Like that's the same with a lot of my friends too. Like we have, we were Pokemon obsessed and that has never stopped. So getting to come on and do something like this is very exciting. Oh, thanks so much. What are the highlights of your journey so far? I had bought Let's Go when they first came out. Um, and I played through maybe like the first gym or two. And I was kind of annoyed by the catching mechanic. And I was like, I've played these games so many times. I'm not super interested. Right. And I fell off. But I have to say, I've been really enjoying it. I think the graphics are great. Um, the music is great. Oh, yeah. And I don't know if it's just the EXP lock and like the types that I got put with but there were some routes where man i really struggled in this game like i took advantage of the rule where if you wipe out completely you can kind of use it as like a sock reset and go back to where you had oh yeah that happened Mm -hmm. to me at least a couple dozen times in some of the legs because my pokemon were just not not right and i also um i very quickly stopped playing with the level cap rule that you yeah. guys put in for oh, yeah. the gym leaders. I was like, bad. yeah, I'm, I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> it sucks. <laughs> that one hurts. I'm sometimes. about to run into trouble with that one, I think, on this next leg, actually. Yeah, I think we'll be making some revisions to our uh, to the EXP lock yeah. by the end of the season. We'll issue like we'll, updated we'll rules because we kind of did like a Greek diner in terms of there's too many menu options and uh, some of them are duds. <laughs> I think I would maintain level check as an option. But it's brutal. Yeah, that's a tough one. That's that's like advanced mode. Yeah. yeah. But it has definitely made this game better, I think. This was a yeah. good one to like try out something. It's made it a lot harder. And I do feel like I'm similarly enjoying the uh, the environments and, and the music a lot more. I would have breezed through this game if not playing with any of these rules. Like even even yeah. even if it was like not a nuzlocke, but I was still restricted to the types that I have, like it would have been a complete wipe for everybody else. The candy thing is completely broken too. Yeah. Because like yeah. you just have to like catch a bunch of Pokemon and then you can like completely jack up any Pokemon stats. Yeah. And the exact ones that you want too. It's insane. <laughs> you haven't revealed your types yet. And I could go to the chart and refer to to DG, <laughs> but I'm instead going to try to Sherlock it out because you said you lost a Doug Trio and you said you lost a Venomoth. Mm-hmm. Well, the Venomoth was a Sweetie and the Doug Trio was a Barfy. Oh, God. 
I guess I'm just going to have to go consult the chart. <laughs> I'm playing with psychic and ice types. Ooh. Very, very cool. Very cool. Oh, you don't get many of those until later in the game. That's why I chose this episode. <laughs> because <laughs> like half of my list of eligible Pokemon, I couldn't get until the Seafoam Islands. And when I was listening to this week's episode, when you guys were talking about like if the different levels of cave count i tried my best <laughs> you can't get it all tanner <laughs> <laughs> i've always played with nuzlocks that each level of a zone like counts as a different catch encounter so like 1f b1f b2f like i was catching one pokemon in each of those which definitely helped. i think that is historically what we've done but in particular with how the rules court has been like a little crooked in previous episodes. It was kind of like, yeah, crooked because someone doesn't know how to hold up this their king end is of the gone. Deal. He's making these soft rules that are easily <laughs> exploitable. Well, there's yeah, that's that's where I mean. I also I'll admit that like I thought that that repeat roots thing was like a more common modification. I don't know where that got into my head. So like I you know I doff my cap in shame. And I'm not even using the Pokemon that I had planned to be exploiting that that rule with, even though we did say that it's technically legal because it was banned <laughs> later. But I realized that was a mistake, and that's not actually common as a Nuzlocke uh, variation at all. I've been playing with my Psychic and Ice types, and then I've done the Sweetie Sanctions and the Barfy Burdens. Um, but that's about all the rules that I've been playing with. So I haven't been doing the, the Trainer Banger Claws or other things like that. I wanted to kind of keep my list of Pokemon pretty limited to try to use Mons that I have not really played with in these games before. Yeah. Which has been both fun and really annoying. I'm also feeling the fact that there's only 151 Pokemon in this game. Like mm -hmm. once, once you're back in Gen 1 after making it through six whole gens of Pokemon, you're like, wow, this is very few Pokemon. Yeah. Oh, Especially yeah. Especially if you're limiting yourself this much. Like I feel bad for the people that have dragon or ghost types because there's one of each. That you yeah. can get. Well, should have had a more <laughs> common name. <laughs> In that case, I would be playing it where whatever it is, Sweeties or Barfies, is that you, you kind of bring in like, okay, Charizard, Gyarados, or you make Lance your trainer banger. Yeah. And Agatha, right? She's in this one too. Mm -hmm. I think you could make it gimmicky where you're basically emulating like the Elite Four, but it would still be tough. I mean, a lot of them are still late game. It's true. Let's begin where we left off last week, and now we've got a new companion with us, Daniel. We've just smashed Sabrina into oblivion, yeah. burned down Saffron on our way out, wow. and we're headed back down what was once I didn't know Dor Dorito the mean, gritty streets <laughs> of Dorito. Doug's got a mean streak to him. Well, because we're going Caprica we're, Six. Sure, I think we got to like toughen up a little bit. This is cycling road we're talking about. You know, well, and we did destroy Giovanni. That's true. Yeah, you kind of like Saffron needed a, a hard reset. Like that town was so corrupt. That underbelly, it was just the belly, you know? <laughs> well, I got bad news for you, gents, because um, we're going to have to go down cycling road without a cycle because we haven't been given one this game yet. And that makes it even more dangerous. Whew. So here we go. Here we are on cycling road. Oh, wait, it's not called cycling road anymore. Now it's called Route 17. Well, somebody, I think one of the uh, guardsmen calls it Pokemon Road. Come on. It's like calling something Animal Road. 
it's, it means nothing, <laughs> yeah. you know? Yeah. It's just a park now. It's just a little Pokemon grotto that you can walk through. Uh, the trainers all here have their sort of like signature Pokemon as a like companion out with them. That part is festive. I do like that. I hate that we don't get running shoes or bikes at all. And that you have to have a ride Pokemon. Like, not everybody has a ride Pokemon all the time. Oh, I do. Yeah, I do too. Uh, that's why I should have gotten Persian. I've had quite a few in this game. The, the Persian was great because it ran really fast, sadly. My Persian also perished a few legs ago. Oh, I'm so sorry. But if you have a Starmie, you literally, like, climb on the back of Starmie as it floats around quickly. Oh, uh, wait, some so of them go fast and around. some of them go slow. Yeah, I can be riding around on Starmie. That's great. Oh, my God, because it's base star you. and I'm on Caprica 6. That's perfect. Kangaskhan is so slow and I just thought it was my head because See, it was big. Look at me riding on my. Oh, on my, I love that. Oh, it's so gross. Why wouldn't you ride it like a surfboard? Maybe that's demoralizing to the. Um, Doesn't it probably like see out of that gym? Yeah, no, my my riding my Starmie has been great. Thanks for the tip. Yeah, that's what I will be doing as well now what can i ride lapras it's gonna be slow yeah on the land with those little tiny rapidash let me try rapidash rapidash has to be a ride pokemon right it's got it's got fire all over its back i did appreciate because we did talk about the music pokemon road at least retains the cycling road like the banging like biking original soundtrack but remastered i love that track Yeah, some of these like these original OST remasters are really good. Yeah, I would say most of them. Like the the which I I think we included in in the last episode too. But the Silphco, like Rocket Hideout <laughs> is great too. It's so great. You can't. Whoa! Be- oh yeah! Look at Dorito Doug. <laughs> wow. Let's see you gallop. Oh wow! Rapidash. Yes. I mean that's a rapid dash. I would say. Yeah. This thing cooks, too. We're flying down the avenues of Cinnabar. Oh, we we solved that problem. Thanks, Daniel. <laughs> Starmie, though, I don't know if it works with Pokemon in the water. Like, Starmie doesn't. I don't ride it in the water. I still am on my surfboard with Eevee. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was a little that was a little lazy. Yeah. The surfboard. I have a flying machine. What do you mean? You just fly over this water. Well, yeah. I mean, of course. That's probably the root of the issue. Now that we're down here in Route 19, though, we're back on the the kind of cape, and we need to go swimming. It's a water route, our most dreaded route, and apparently the most dreaded route of like everyone in this game. It's like a oh my god Bermuda Triangle. Yeah, Route 19. I was very concerned about the livelihood of multiple people on here. Like Beauty Connie says that she swam out there with her friends and she's tired and then there's an ominous like (laughs) ellipses after it. And it's like, is she going to drown? Like swimmer Douglas, I wrote down, says, what's beyond the horizon? And it's like, is he suffocating? Is Does he have hypothermia? Like, is it cold? How is this tropical? Like, he is he moments from death? Like, what's our obligation? Are we supposed to rescue these people? Are they fine? No, I th- I think that you just leave them be. <laughs> I put something in the chat. Uh-oh. It's something I played years ago. It was from 2014 was when it was last up. 
and it's like a little flash game. Fortunately, not a fur affinity link. No, I was I was nervous. But it's it's like a drowning simulator. <laughs> A drowning simulator. <laughs> it's like a drowning simulator. Yeah, and you have to like oh, tap God, the space I bar remember to try this. to not drown. And it's all like incredibly realistic and like very scary. This is a nightmare. And if I recall correctly, Tanner, I think you sent it to me when we worked at Major Media Company. Also, yeah, New York Review of Books. I hate this. Um, these people are all dead. These are all ghosts. Because I know from this drowning simulator that, like, if you're if you get knocked off a boat without a life vest and you're trying to like just tread water out there, you can only do it for like a few minutes. Yeah, like before you start to go Beauty under. Connie, like she would have been toast five minutes in. I think these are all dead. They're people. all just in like bikinis with nothing. Like they they have no floaties. They have yeah. I mean, maybe they have their water Pokemon. I guess, but. After me and my pasta team came through here, all of their Pokemon were completely <laughs> yeah, not dead. anymore. I don't think I got hit a single time <laughs> on either of these water routes. Oh, same. And there's multiple people, at least one, who comments about being jealous of the surfboard. And it's like, if I win, <laughs> can I have that? Because, like, I'm going to die. And they're in, like, deep ocean with currents and, like, all these huge rocks and Stinging stuff. Like, tentacles. they're not just at the beach. Yeah, the tentacles are oh, yeah. in the overworld. They're huge. <laughs> yeah, they're massive. Yeah. I, I also, I don't know if this is trainer danger level, but I really did not like that the male swimmers have, like, snot droplets coming out of their nose. Did you notice that? Yeah, that happens to me when I go swimming, though. <laughs> It's gross. I do get really snotty. I feel like this is a trainer danger for a variety of reasons. It's like the route 19 and 20 is trainer danger. Like literally trainers should not be here. It's like one of those don't go swimming signs. Like yeah. literally get out of here. <laughs> we had one of those growing up in the foothills. Of the Rocky Mountains, there was a canal that cut under the mountain and like outlet down by the inlet. Uh huh. Okay, I'm tracking. Confusingly, <laughs> of the reservoir. And kayakers used to try to get through it all the time. It's like a mile underground. That's a real gauntlet. This canal of like yeah. pitch black. And they finally had to put a sign up at the top that was like, stop going through here. You will die because people kept dying. Jesus. Route 19 did have my sweetie for the week, Ooh. which is Swimmer Reese's Dratini. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's a good looking Pokemon. Dratini is just so cute in this game. I mean, Dratini is always cute, but especially with this really nice animation, like just such a little sweetie. Those big eyes you can get lost in. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's really slick. I think at some point I probably mistakenly put Dragonite on a Barfy list, but I think it was a mistake. I think the entire line is beautiful. Yeah, I think you did do that for some reason. That was pretty misguided. It's like, I don't know, just like belligerence, you know? <laughs> the Gen 1 sprite is a little bit iffy. Even in Gen 2, he's a little bit weird looking. Oh, yeah. Dragonite looks so much meaner than it really is. He's like waving in his original like watercolor art. He's like a big friendly dragon. Yeah. And he gets. I don't know why they've made it mean. Starting with Gen 3 in particular, uh, they steer into the kind of jaunty nature of it. But yeah, good choice. Good, sweetie. Yeah, that is good, sweetie. I hope you've brought a Barfy too. Oh, I have a Barfy on the next water route. 
Seafoam Islands, welcome. As you all know, I went here last week, caught a shelter, um, mm-hmm. and it died. R.I.P. Immediately. So I'm locked out of the one viable place I can get one of the two types I'm allowed. Yeah, well, that's a shame, but you've got those three or four other repeat root Pokemon, fine. so you'll be okay. Yeah. I'm yeah. not too concerned. Not too worried. Uh, but this must be a, a fertile playground for you too as well, Daniel. Yeah, um, I was really excited because Pokemon like... Shelter and Seal and Jinx, I have not been able to get before this because, you know, I didn't mare cheat and go ahead early on the, the previous it's leg. Not mare cheating if it's just unlocked. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, but I caught these Pokemon. I started training them up to get some of them evolved and try out which ones I liked. And turns out I didn't really like playing with almost any of them. Which ones did you try out? Like the the Cloister just kind of, I don't know, it didn't it didn't really excite me. Dugong is pretty good, but I'm just not really feeling Dugong's spot on my team. Mm-hmm. The Jinx is pretty interesting, but like, do I want to have a Jinx on my team? You I don't know. Like <laughs> yeah, I don't know about that. Get canceled. Yeah, it's not worth the cancellation. Yeah, the Jinx is back to being pretty bad in this game. Like now that it's like fully made the jump to 3D, it's like, ugh, this is mm-hmm. this is bad. It's still in the category of like Mr. Mime, like. Yeah. Oh, get it off the screen. Mr. Mime in this game is absolutely the way that it runs at you is so scary because I thought I was like, should (laughs) I like it? I was like, should I have a Mr. Mime on my team? It is psychic type. I said, absolutely not. I can't I can't even look at it. No, I always have my like galaxy brain like hope of Detective Pikachu becoming an extended universe. But they just do like every movie is some other sideshow. A Mr. Mime like slasher (laughs) would be pretty good. Like it it parody. That's a good yeah. idea. Yeah. Speaking of the like the original Pokemon TV show, Ash's mom uh, has a Mr. Mime that like lives on their house and is like oh, yeah, they fucked. the maid basically. So this mime is always in the house doing chores but never doing them well. Yeah. And it was always even as a little kid I was like this is weird. I don't like this. There's like something problematic and it's it's either like something with indentured servitude or slavery or like something sexual. Definitely sexual. Yeah. It's like the fur original fur affinity admin. Well, because Ash doesn't have a probably dad. Probably was started it because of that episode. Yeah, he does. It's Mr. Mime. <laughs> well, that's his new dad. I yeah. saw that in which I haven't watched yet because I'm judge me, I guess, if you must. But I'm watching the final season once it's dubbed. Of the anime, but I saw that there's a scene when Ash wins at the championship where his mom and Professor Oak are like watching it on TV and eating dinner. Like there's something weird with the whole Professor Oak, Ash's mom, Mr. Mime. I don't think it's our place to speculate. No dad in the picture, quote unquote. What's happening? (laughs) I don't think this conversation needs our voices, you know. (laughs) I think as long as they're happy together. Yeah. I don't care what she and Mr. Mime do. You know, I just don't want to know about it. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. It's behind closed doors. You know, that's fine. Did you end up taking away anything from Seafoam Islands, Daniel? Yeah, I really enjoyed Seafoam Islands. I think cave roots in Pokemon games, as long as there's no Zubat super prominent, I feel like I always enjoy them. Yeah. And I thought in, in this game, it looks really beautiful. The music was great, as we were saying. I think all the music on this light was really good. Ooh. 
One thing that was annoying with Sifa Islands, it has like the block puzzles where you have to shove the rocks down into the holes. Yeah. And I kept falling into the holes myself and having to go like Me back too. up the ladders. And it was over and over and over. I was doing that and it was kind of frustrating. You're playing on a Pokeball too? <laughs> no, I'm playing on my Switch. Because but... I kept doing that too. Oh. <laughs> For some reason, I had it in my head. I was like, oh, sometimes you actually need to fall through the holes. And I, I think that's wrong. Yeah. I don't know if I'm just like losing my my senses a little bit, but it felt a lot easier than I, maybe I've done it four times and I'm just like used to it now, you know, but like I do remember kind of having to fall through strategically and like yeah, right? cut through maybe like currents strategically. That. But this one, I just sort of like easily pushed everything down the holes and went down a level and there it was i could just push it again and it just like and then suddenly everything was blocked well it, it probably is dumbed down now that i think about it because they dumbed down sylphco with how easily you can find the card key or maybe we're just like leet you know yeah it could be or that yeah <laughs> that's a possibility Played a lot of these pokemon games can i say joshy slash sixies sweetie was here Ooh, tell me which daniel already mentioned dugong Did you catch this thing? I was hoping so. I was hoping to get a seal, and they're relatively common. Um, but unfortunately, a Slowbro was the first Pokemon I saw as soon as I stepped foot in this place. And I had to catch that because it's psychic. Oh, it's psychic. But I don't need a water psychic with my Starmie. So I have like a backup, I guess. I can't really complain about a Slowbro. But although Dugong, I guess, isn't that useful, at least in matchups against you. Yeah. But I just like the look of it. Is that the one that evolves into Walrein in Gen 2? No. Dugong's the end of it. Oh. Surprising they haven't done more with that at this point. Which who evolves into Walrein? A uh, seal. That's right. I would love to see like a mega Evo of Dugong. Yeah. Me too. Dugong is very pretty in this game. Very, very beautiful. Yeah. And that was, that's Caprica 6's thing is either like strength or beauty. So that's why it was on the, on the list. But unfortunately, I will not be able to run one. There's not a lot of talent down here in, uh, Seafoam Island. We just kind of have to push these blocks around and find our way, find our way back up. Yeah, the only other one I thought was good was the uh, previously mentioned Coach Trainers are a banger. Oh yeah, Trainer banger. But um, I love Coach Trainer Yes. <laughs> <laughs> what a good name! <laughs> Who too. slays with the the three evolutions? That was yeah. nice. Nothing not to like. <laughs> yeah, but other than that, I I cannot remember anyone in here. I mean, it's it's pretty sparse. It's mostly a puzzle. And then Articuno, which I can't Daniel, do anything with. You are allowed to have ice type. You said you haven't taken advantage of a lot of the rules, but are you taking advantage of Josh's favorite Pokemon is Mewtwo clause to catch this Articuno? Oh, yeah. No. Uh, Articuno, I think, is my favorite of the three, but I don't I didn't really have a spot on my team for Articuno, at least not a spot that like I thought I would have given up something in favor of that. Yeah. And then one of my favorite Pokemon is already on my team just through my sweetie claws anyway. So you'll find out in a little bit. Oh, okay. Uh, Josh, tell me if you caught Articuno um, after this break. Uh, okay. <laughs> that was just like, I set you up. You should have, you should have seen that one coming. Yeah. That's really nice to experience in in person, I have to say. Yeah, I wish I'd been more on the ball for having a guest on here. I'm surprised Josh never catches it. I mean, he often catches it. Yeah, that was a good one. Welcome back 
Joshua, welcome back, Daniel. Welcome back, bug catchers, to Experience Share. We are catching Articuno. Josh, you have no business with this bird. No. Did you take it on? I took it on. I mean, I was playing this, if you want to drag me into rules court, fine. Mm -hmm. But in a normal Nuzlocke, I would be able to fight the legendaries and then knock them out. So to me, that means I can fight it Sure. And catch it to get the EXP, but then grind it up. Yeah, of course. Okay. So I did that. You can catch anything to grind it up into candy, I think. And I'll, we'll say that I did that too. Am I going to have to drag you to rules court? No, I, it's not. It's like a, more of a heartwarming than criminal, I think. I'll see you in court. I mean, we can go into rules court if you want. This is a really good, you're going to have egg on your face. Because I was playing Pokemon with my four-year-old son, Joshua. Uh-huh. We were really bonding over it. And he was really learning a lot about Pokemon. And he said, what's that big bird? And I said, that's Articuno. And he said, can you have that on your team? And I said, yeah. And I caught it for him. And then I showed him how the bird works by using it to fight some of the trainers on Route 19. Okay. But really, that's just penalizing myself because I'm putting experience into this bird that I'm never going to use. Okay. I'm not going to take you to court for that. Okay. And Daniel, you did not use the Josh's favorite Pokémon is Mewtwo. So did you fight it or let it live? No, I I just I just let it down there. That's nice. Well, wow. keep hanging out. It's respectful. That is respectful. Never would have crossed my mind. I'd have been like that's going to be a big piece of candy. Yeah, it was like that's got to be like 4 or 5000 EXP. <laughs> yeah. I got to have that. That's true. I didn't really think about that. But I also, as I said, like, I'm not playing with a level cap or anything either. So I didn't I didn't really need the extra. Oh, yeah. EXP for this one. Nor did we, I think. When we get to the level check, you'll see that I may regret doing <laughs> such things as fighting that Articuno. We are out on the other side of Seafoam Islands. There's one way in and one way out. And we have found our way out onto Route 20. There's some more desperate, like, <laughs> desperate people out here. They need help. Clinging to life, clinging they, to the rocks. They're on sandbars. Yeah. Picnicker, picnicker Missy's, like, stranded on the sandbar, complaining about how she swam out here and how it wasn't easy. <laughs> well, she's stuck. What do you want me the to do? The bird keepers whose birds are too tuckered out to fly them back. I'm Dorito like, Doug. Like, I can do nothing for you, you know? I mean, did they- And then I sail off on my Lapras. Is like there a huge <laughs> Lapras. <laughs> it's basically Miami. I mean, I've been to some parties in Miami where like you take your boat out to these sandbars and you can just stay there and party for a while. But you Is have that like to... international waters. No, because it's it's like it's like still in the city. It's not super far out, but you still have to be off by a certain time to like make it back to the mainland safely. Oh, sure. And so maybe that's what these people, maybe they were having like a rave or something and they all just got stranded. I mean, I'll tell the next Officer May I see or whatever her name is. Jenny. Yeah. Is Officer Jenny. A Coast Guard in Kanto? But like, I don't know what they expect me to do. I don't know that. if there is a Coast Guard. I think in like, in the anime, they there's like a Pokemon Coast Guard, but I don't know if there is ever in the games. Yeah, it's no one as iconic as Nurse Joy or Officer Jenny. I don't know no. who it is. Um, I did have my you make me barf Pokemon on this route. And I had to encounter it multiple times because multiple trainers had it. Okay. Which is Gyarados. Yeah, pretty yucky. That was one of my Garfies too on, on this game. The nostrils on Gyarados are so gross. It's just these like flared nostrils. And it's when you're fighting it, it's like it's staring straight at you. It's really upsetting and 
too big and too gross. How does it fly? You know, it was really the mega evolution for Gyarados that I think really set me over the edge when I just went back to being like a big fish. And I yeah. was just like, uh, I, don't, I don't want anything to do with this. I don't care how strong it is and how early in the game you can get it. I agree. Why isn't it a dragon? There's a lot of issues. Well, and it can't even learn fly. I'm watching it fly. Yeah, and it it floats mysteriously. Yeah, I yeah, I I'm troubled by Gyarados. Cinnabar, especially because I I don't mind dying. Island. <laughs> Here we are. I it's I guess I'm my memory of these games. You think playing through Kanto so so many times, I would know it so well, but the lore sort of gets a little confused because last time I think we were in Cinnabar, it was a smoking volcano, right? That's in Gen 2, yeah. Okay. That's why. And that's sort of like what caused the sort of like economic downturn of Kanto, right? Cinnabar volcano going off. A big part of it. Yeah. But these are headier days. The volcano is dormant. There's a thriving town here, a sophisticated Pokemon fossil research lab where they can unscramble any fossils you might have if you've decided to keep any. Yeah. Um, if you didn't sell them in the black market. I did. I uh, I resurrected. Oh. I did too. Oh, are they currently on your teams? Oh, yeah. It might be. All right. Then I can't wait to hear about it and level check. But we first, we, I think we have to go dive into the Pokemon Mansion. Well, we literally have to because there's a fetch quest. When you try to go into the gym here, you need to find a key. And the key is on the bottom level of the Pokemon Mansion. And there's a lot of people in there. There's a lot of stuff going on in the mansion. Yeah, this has always been, I mean, for a couple of reasons, obviously. I've always loved Pokemon Mansion, even when it was... 2D and grayscale, and it looks great now. Yeah. This is like what, I mean, probably my favorite, um, what, tile set, I guess, in this game so far, at least. Yeah, it looked great. All the little books and the doodads, the statues with the flashing eyes. I love the robber or thief trainer or whatever. I can't make heads or tails of it, Sprite. <laughs> oh, the, the burglars are my trainer danger. They're so upsetting. And they had them in, Blaine has a bunch in his gym too. Like they're just real, because it's not a traditional kind of cartoony striped shirt burglar. Like they have a striped shirt, but they're, they look like a clown kind of. It's like a scary robber clown. They kind of look like the Hamburglar. (laughs) (laughs) It's got like weird, like makeup on its face. It's sort of like a big Homer Simpson, like stubble patch. Yeah. Yeah. And like a, a weird hat. Yeah. It's like a newsboy hat. Oh, he doesn't have a striped shirt. He has striped pants and then like a Letterman jacket and big sunglasses. <laughs> you lettered in stealing. Yeah, really weird. The best part about Pokemon Mansion is it's got this rich sort of like side mission where you have to discover the story of Mew and Mewtwo. Yeah. I had my Mew with me at the time. Oh, I'm so interested to hear about this because I had my Mewtwo out to see if there would be any interesting interactions. I didn't have Mew out, but I think I had it in my... My party. Did Mewtwo like react to the environment? Yes. Oh. Not as much as I would have hoped because you read its whole origin story. Yeah. I didn't feel like it's probably smart enough. It can read. It can speak in uh, English. Mean, it can communicate in your language telepathically. Right. Yeah. But the only one you get is way at the, the depths of the Pokemon Mansion when you actually, they've animated now the tube that Mewtwo was born into right and when you go up to it the Mewtwo if, if you have it out of the Pokeball like glides directly up to the tube and then goes and then the, the little with an exclamation mark over its head and then it says 
Mewtwo is staring ahead at the large machine, like dot dot dot, like <laughs> ponderously. You know, you've dragged him back. This is probably very traumatic for him. But that was a nice touch. I would have been upset if they didn't have any kind of an Easter egg like that. Although I wish there were more, like uh, around the diary of Mewtwo's birth, for example, February sixth. There's a lot of Magmars walking around this place. Oh yeah, same. Those are pretty gross. Those haven't made the leap to 3D very well. No, it hasn't hasn't been good to them. Did you pick one up? <laughs> yeah. Kidding yeah, me? Yeah, of course. First thing I caught in here. Pointless unless you can get Magmortar, which I've enjoyed. That's one of the worst parts about going back to this game is just like the locked out access to the final forms of all these like Pokemon where it finally like turns into a good Pokemon. Magmar on its own is trash. Yeah. I did catch my second shiny of this game in Pokemon Mansion. Jesus Christ. Because I caught a, I caught a shiny Kingler a couple legs ago. Were you hunting for it? No, it just popped up. Ridiculous. And were you on catch combos at least? No. Why are we so unblessed with this? I don't know. I've in, in almost every single game of Pokemon that I've ever played, I've had at least one shiny organically. Man. <sighs> Especially on the newer ones, like, I don't know, you guys should be getting way more. What have we done wrong? Why We're are saying we being I, punished? like, grind out in these levels. <laughs> but here here in Pokemon Mansion, I got a shiny Raticate, which I'm obviously not going to use because Raticate is garbage. But Disgusting. I still have it. Is it just green or puke green? Or uh, what color no, it's, is it? a, it's yeah. a nice kind of, like, auburn red. Oh. But Kingler is a weird, like, Kingler looks like... The, like the kind of green grayscale from the pre-Game Boy Color games. So Shiny Kingler is like a weird kind of minty green. Oh, that's cool. I like that. Yeah. Um, we get the key mm-hmm. at the bottom here. And then there's magically a teleporter that will just send you back out to the front door. Yeah. Convenient. No, expl- there is. Sorry, there, I was going to say no explanation offered, but there is a little boy here. Oh, yeah. We'll explain it to you. <laughs> yeah, that was. Who is that? Is that a ghost? That's a ghost for sure. Who knows? Yeah, he's only there to say, did you know that if you step in this teleporter that it sends you back to the entrance? Like, yeah. Okay. Like, I probably could have figured that out. I would have yeah. been pissed because we're like pretty deep into the, the ruin at this point and I got to flip all those switches again. But I mean, in the Pokemon universe, children are just, they're never supervised. Like Ash is what, 11 years old when he leaves home. You're always on routes in these games fighting like three-year-olds that have a full Pokemon team. <laughs> yeah, the preschoolers. So I think yeah. that like as soon as you could start walking and talking, your parents just let you do whatever you want. In the I guess they're universe. all protected by Pokemon, you know? Maybe. There's no nature versus nurture debate. In, yeah. in Pokemon, in Poke Earth, it's just nature. It's like, good luck, kid. Yeah. <laughs> like, That's what my parents did when we moved up into the foothills. They were like, let's just get my little sister a dog. And it didn't really work. <laughs> she still got into a lot of trouble. <laughs> let's head into Cinnabar Gym. Okay. But first, let's talk about the teams that we brought in there. Oh, finally. Level check. Level check. <laughs> I believe we should allow the guest of honor to go first, unless we really want to build up the suspense. No, no, no. I would love to try to spell a bunch of pasta names right now. I've tried to name the Pokemon after a pasta that it kind of looks like, and I used up a bunch of the obscure ones on Pokemon that I caught that I knew I wasn't going to use, so these shouldn't be that difficult. All right. I'm playing with Psychic and Ice-type. I've got, I had a list of five Sweeties, which I used actually almost all of in my journey, and five Barfies some of which I did not use at all, which is totally fine by me. Mm. So here's my team. I've got one of my sweeties, which is Gnocchi, my Clefable, Definitely. level 56. I have 
uh, my one Barfy, which has been the one that I've kind of consistently used the most, at least since Duck Trio died, which is Pipe Regate, level 50, a Golbat. I have another Sweetie, which is Orzo the Kabutops, because I love Kabutops so much and I never, ever use it. Oh, yeah. Orzo also, I think, is underrated. I love Orzo. Orzo is an incredible. You, if you search Orzo in my uh, Twitter handle, there's probably at least a dozen tweets of me talking about <laughs> how much I love Orzo pasta. It's so simple and elegant. Like you could even just put a bunch of Parmesan in there. Baby food. It's baby Beautiful. food for babies. And you just you just said the most baby food thing in the world, Joshua. Uh, make, put butter with and the Parmesan salmon on it. fillet. That's great. <laughs> and then I've got uh, spaghetti. The Jinx level fifty because her hair kind of looks like spaghetti. I see it. I have Tortellini, the Cadabra, who is level fifty-three. Oh, do you need a do you need a trade? Yeah, I would. Before we battle, I would love a trade. I haven't. Okay. I've been getting around just fine with this uh, with this Cadabra in the game, but uh, yeah. So I've got Tortellini, my Cadabra, and then I have Stella, Stell, S T E L L E. I don't know the little star-shaped pasta, which is my Starmy level fifty-two. What do you think? Start the little star-shaped pastas. Oh yeah, those are cute. Forgot about and that. so I had rigatoni, a hypno that I was using a lot of. Um, I had cannelloni, my dugong that I was trying out. Um, the hypno was good, but I, I swapped him out for my jank. So we'll see how see how that goes. Once it turns into hypno, you don't want that thing on your team any longer. Oh, I think hypno is cool. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> to each their own. But I like big, tall men with big noses. So oh yeah, I think it's the rough that mostly throws me off, and I think some of the the background. With the uh, the Pokedex background. Kidnapping yeah. stuff. <laughs> Why don't you go next, John? Or I can go next. It's up to you. I'll, I'll go. I'll go. Please. Caprica 6, her latest batch of supposedly Cylons. Scar Mewtwo, level 51. Uh, someone else blew past the level cap too. Has huh? already been out over-leveled, and now I'm fearing what Tanner was uh, smart to Although I guess Mewtwo would have died if I didn't make it my companion. Mew hasn't died. Well, right, but you know mine got KO'd by the uh, hydro pumps. Oh, right. So yeah. it's like damned if I do, damned if I don't. But now it's like I'm going to have to box it, I think, for this next leg. I can't remember what, what level Giovanni's Pokemon are. So the level check thing is coming to haunt me. Maybe it's 52. I'm also intimidated by Daniel's levels as a result. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, there's no way I'm beating Daniel if it comes down to that. Then we've got Gaius, the Pikachu, level 48. That's fine. Adama, Alakazam, level 49. That's over-leveled. Then I have Anders, the Growlithe, that just very slowly is leveling up. Wow. Level 37. Some of them do feel like they're a little slow. Yeah, it's so slow. Then we have Star, the Starmie, level 46, that I will start riding around on. And then... The new Mon that I resurrected, because as I mentioned last episode, I made a couple of fossils, my Barfies, and I've chosen Aerodactyl, which is Zack Adama, because he's dead in the show. And so it's kind of like, what? you know, he resurrected. This is how I find out? That's from the very beginning. It's the it's Lee's brother. I don't remember much of the show. That's like literally in the miniseries. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. That's Aerodactyl. So Zach is level 46. Cool. Yeah, it came out at level 44. So I was like, great. <laughs> yeah, that's some of the, that's, that's the nice part about some of these late game Pokemon. They're just sort of like hatched right, right in front of you. Yeah. But what is kind of a struggle is the Pokemon in this game 
their move sets are a lot smaller than they would normally be um because there's a lot of like moves that don't exist in this game and things like that so you'll find that some pokemon have learned its last move by like level 38 or 40 so i was specifically hunting for a couple of the pokemon that i was looking at just throughout the game like a lower level one and not in evolved form walking around or things like that just to get oh just so that it would have a move that i wanted it to have also i will mention just because for our battle I'm bringing in Starbuck, the Nido Queen, level 46, instead of the Growlithe. Okay. I mean, if you think that'll help. No, the level difference is too extreme. Oh, I mean, it's not just the level difference. I'm feeling pretty confident about this battle, I have to say. Yeah. All right, Dorito Doug, Mild Salt, Kangaskhan, level 48, Beast, Nacho, Charizard, level 48, Jack 3D, Doug Trio, level 38. Apparently, I'm the only one who can keep one of these things alive. Everyone keeps sending us like eulogies about their dead Doug trios. <laughs> yeah. Zesty Cheese, Rapidash, level 48. I think I caught it at level 44. Powerful, majestic. And now I can ride it. Salsa Verde back on the team. Mew, level 48. Respectable. And then Cool American, Lapras, level 48. That's pretty nice. You got them all at the same level there. Yeah, there, you... um find or earn a lot of rare candies in this game oh man yeah i have like 20 so every now and then if i'm feeling too lazy i'll just kind of auto level everyone up why don't i throw some of those on here can i do that before the battle what does that mean sure man not you just can't go past 48 (laughs) before we talk about our battle let's talk about our battle with with blaine it's a pretty like interesting gym i loved this gym i thought it was so much me too yeah this was a great redesign where it's like a game show. Yeah. yeah, you're sort of the contestant on a game show and you have to answer a bunch of challenging Pokemon trivia. And if you pass, you earn a Blaine doll, which are like treasured in Cinnabar. The little girl like runs up to you and she's like, I can't wait. Like, I can't believe you got a Blaine doll. <laughs> yeah, it's like, lady, I got five of them. And if you miss the question, you have to fight a gym trainer and then you get a Blaine doll. And once you get all the Blaine dolls, you get to fight Blaine. It was a real struggle for me because I knew the answers to all the questions, but I wanted to train and grind up yeah. specifically my Lapras on these gym trainers. I, I did yeah. the same. I purposefully got all the questions wrong so that I uh, could fight them all. Oh, I did them all right because I couldn't hurt my pride like that. But I do have five Blaine dolls now. You end up with them even if you... Oh, I earned, I earned them though. You know, like... Oh, okay. Yeah. You guys just kind of got the consolation. The, the uh, participation dolls. trophy. Yeah. Can I say... Blaine is a trainer banger. He was going to be my trainer banger. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. He's he he's really hot in this game. <laughs> yeah, I absolutely could get it. The fiery tie like and the scientist coat, exquisite mustache, mm-hmm. always wearing sunglasses. He's got charisma. Oh, yeah. He looked like Dr. Wily to me. Well, there's a little bit of that, but it's in in a sexy way. Is that right? Look at this picture of him. He's like (laughs) screaming at at the camera. Like I see it in this picture, I guess. Oh, you like being screamed at? Well, I guess so. (laughs) I didn't have any problems with him because I have a Lapras and it knows surf. And I one-handed everything in the gym. (laughs) <laughs> it was very easy. Like his nine tails took two hits for me, but it was yeah. it was a wash. Literally, it was yeah. a wash. I figured out where Surf was on Route 15 
So I got that TM. Was it a coach trainer? It's by a coach trainer. It's on the ground. Yeah. So Starmie has Surf now. And then I have the Aerodactyl now that has Rock Slide. So I only had to use them. So I was fine with the level cap situation. Well, then I think there's only one thing left to do if we all breeze through Blaine. It's to defend the honor of this podcast by going on to the link trade system, getting Daniel a Kadabra. Oh, yeah. And then battling these fine specimens. Let's do it. All right, let's do it. So Kangaskhan knocked out Starmie because it has crunch and then it's faster than me somehow, even though they're the same level. Like I got to up my candy game, probably. Probably, honestly. And the opening move for Bugcatchers was uh, Tanner had Mew and I had Starmie and he swapped it with a U-turn. Oh, we have the same outfit. The uh, yeah. assistant. Where am I going to get a red dress for Caprica 6? Is that not an outfit? I think that's too like sexy for a Pokemon Can I game. steal it from one of those beauties? They're literally wearing her outfit. <laughs> I could grab it from a uh, beauty Connie who's probably, you know, her corpse is floating out on Route 19. Maybe it's in her bag or on the shore. Watch the Kangaskhan's baby when it gets sucked into the fall. Kangaskhan is a very good looking Pokemon in this game. Now it's Lapras against Arcanine. Arcanine took out the Kangaskhan, but Kangaskhan's not looking... The Arcanine's not looking good, though. Yeah, Kangaskhan was outraging on you, which took a, a hefty chunk of your health. You're at, like, a quarter. I just feel like I can't really swap out. It's just gonna die. Oh, Josh, I don't want to be the one to face Daniel. I'm gonna do such a poor job. Well, but then stop it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Lapras made quick work of Arcanine. We'll bring in Gaius the Pikachu. I was just really happy with this game that, especially given the limited move pools, that like the TMs available to us were very, very good. So I have taken advantage yeah, the of TM selections every great. TM, basically. Okay, so Doug Trio came in, and then my Thunderbolt missed, so that's a swap. And now we're bringing in Aerodactyl. Oh, well, that's, this is not going to hit. So that you're going to miss, too. Take that. Everything has to be on the ground, Joshua. It's the way the move works. It's the way all three of the court, four of his moves work. It's not my problem. Sounds like a whole lot of your problem. Okay, this isn't going to work. Get out of there. The big boy hasn't even come out. I don't want the big boy to come out. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just don't really see any way around it. Oh, it's probably fast, huh? Mew versus Mewtwo has to happen. Oh, damn it, it is fast. The Shadow Ball animation's so fun. It's like... In Super Smash Brothers. Yeah. He knocked out my Mew. I thought I was going to be able to get a U-turn in. No. Josh knocked out my Mew. Mewtwo's too fast. Now it might be curtains for you. Yeah, now it feels like curtains for me, certainly. Doug Trio got a sucker punch in, but I took it out with a psychic. Yeah, you're just going to smoke me with this fucking Mewtwo, obviously. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Lapras is down. Yeah, Lapras got taken out by two Thunderbolts. This Mewtwo's just smoking me, as expected. Well, I have a beautiful moveset. Psychic, Thunderbolt, Brick Break, Shadow Ball. Oh my god. Psychic is almost a one-hit KO on Rapidash. I did the wrong move. Tanner used Agility. Well, that means you'll probably get a move in. Maybe. Hopefully. Oh, Fire Blast. Maybe could do it. Uh, no. Nope. Not quite. 27 hit points left on Scar. Zesty Cheese is down. Yeah. R.I.P. Rapidash. 
I really want to try the zesty cheese Doritos. Yeah, that sounds like a delight. That sounds great. Oh, and here comes Nacho, speaking of cheese. One Thunderbolt maybe could take out Charizard, but I'm not positive. He's pretty beefy, though. Oh, you made it. I don't have any good moves to hit you with, though. Scar goes down. You've still got two Mon left, right? You're not going to like what one of them is. Ugh. Well, this doesn't help. It's Josh's OP Pokemon. Uh, Pikachu. Pikachu's out versus Charizard. So that's it. Josh wins the, the race. All right. Mewtwo saved my ass. The race to get creamed by Daniel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we got Alakazam versus Jinx is the opener. I'm opening with Shadow Ball. Spaghetti the Jinx is down a little under half, but also has Shadow Ball and did basically the same amount of damage. Wow, okay. It's a pretty good pretty good matchup. But Alakazam has the edge in speed, so Jinx goes down. Damn RIP Jinx. Alakazam is not in great shape, but I do get a Psychic in on Golbat. Oh. oh wow, one hit kill. Golbat's out. Wow. Alakazam on Alakazam. Yours is level 53. I'm not going to swap. I'll go down. That was a good run. RIP. Bringing out Arcanine. So what's the lineup now? It's 5-5? It's 4-5. Five, 4-5. Five. Four, five. Four, five. I have 5. For now. Oh, shit. Psychic almost took Arcanine out. My Crunch almost took Alakazam out, but, you know, that's going to be it. The Alakazams have now each taken out two Pokemon. Yeah. Well... <laughs> There's really only one way out of this situation. The X Factor. <laughs> We're going to need a Shadow Ball from uh, Mewtwo on this one. Ooh, faster than my Alakazam. Even two levels below, Alakazam goes down. Damn. Yoki or Fable. Yeah, see, this is the one I'm a little concerned about what to do with that. Psychic did... Maybe a third? Yeah, lowered my special defense, though. Yeah. Moonblast also did about a third to me. Damn, this Mewtwo is so strong. I haven't even candied it up yet. Oh! oh the special defense was curtains. Wow, I'm getting wiped out here. I feel like Mayor Cheat, but this Mewtwo is fair. I haven't gotten to run a Mewtwo for so long. All right, I've got my Kabutops out. Oh no, X Scissor, I wasn't expecting that. Oh! oh 17! So 17! Close. But I think you'll live. God, well, Thunderbolt? Okay, let's try it. No, super effective because it's water, t rock water. Thunderbolt took it out. Wow, okay, I was talking such a big game and this Mewtwo is wiping me out. But you know, I don't play with legendaries because I just feel like it's not fair. <laughs> <I know. so. laughs> uh, well, it's too late now. You only got one left. I can't really make it more interesting. Let's just shadow ball the Starmie. Wow. Unbelievable, Josh. Oh, okay. This is our guest. Starmie got me, though. Mewtwo's out. Yeah. But the Pikachu is around. Wow. Good Pikachu game. Pikachu takes out Starmie. Good I game. I really thought I was going to be so much faster than your Pokemon, but I guess not. And all my candies went to waste. Yeah, I still thought you were going to get it. Even with... The Mewtwo is better than I thought, to be honest. Because I've got, I've got a very interesting... Like, a lot of my Pokemon, you can learn a lot of moves. Like my Clefairy has Flamethrower and Thunderbolt and Ice Beam. My Starmie's got like Flash Cannon and Psychic and a bunch of stuff. But that Mewtwo, wow. Good game. Sorry that I am retaining the IP for once. That's okay. <laughs> Unbelievable. 
it takes me having a Mewtwo to be able to pull that off. So <laughs> good game. This has been Experience Shirts Pokemon Podcast. My name has been Nine Tans, and I'm joined as always by my co-host Fialecta Buzz. And thank you so much for coming on the show this week, Rapidaniel. Thank you for joining us. Thank you so much for having me. This was so much fun. Where can people find you on the internet? You can find me at DS Golson on everything on all your social medias. He's a fun follow, good tweets in general, but then also if you like cars, it's it's very very fun. Please do rate and review the show everywhere that you rate and review podcasts. Do follow the show everywhere that you follow podcasts and do follow us at EXP Share Pod on Twitter and Instagram. And check out our subreddit, reddit.com slash r slash bugcatchers, where you can do level checks with the other bugcatchers and then eventually take us on. And maybe you can get the IP. Oh, yeah. I like having it for once. Feels nice to retain it for once. Yeah. Great to have you on, Daniel and Bugcatcher. We'll see you next week. Yeah. Great to have you on, Daniel. Thanks again. Yeah. Thank you so much. This was awesome. Alola. Alola. And smell you later. <laughs>